Hello and welcome back to Talk of the Turf. On this episode, me and Sam will be talking about our favourite games from week two of the NFL season. If this is the first episode of the podcast you're listening to, try and go back and listen to the other ones first, as this is the third episode in the series. So, to get it started, we are going to be talking about the Patriots versus Seahawks game. And you know, I'm a Bucks fan, Sam's a Patriots fan, so I'm pretty happy about this result because I get to annoy Sam. So Sam, do you want to say what the score was? Uh, the Patriots scored 30 points. Uh, the the Seahawks scored 35. 35. I was like the Super Bowl all over again, wasn't it, Sam? Well and truly, roles have, re- have been reversed. I will, mm. last week, I was annoying you because you lost to the Saints. This week, it always seems to be the S teams, doesn't it? Mm. Always the S teams. Saints last week, Seahawks this week. Thankfully, neither of us are playing either of those teams this week. But, yeah, we, we took an L. Yeah, we you, took, you took a very big L. And when I said about um, it being like the Super Bowl, for anyone that probably doesn't know... Um, a few years back, the Seahawks um, fought the Patriots for the Super Bowl. In, I can't I think it was 2015, 2014. Yeah, it that was Super Bowl, 54. Fi- no, not 54. 54's this one, or last one. It was Super oh, Bowl it? 48. Okay. Well, basically, Pete Carroll, the Seahawks coach, decided to throw the ball on the one yard line instead of running it and um the seahawks ended up losing the game in the final seconds and this week the patriots choose a silly play and the seahawks stop them and they win the game so it was quite the turn of, it, it was a revenge story it was. now despite all that cam newton did still have a decent game 30 out of 44 completions for nearly 400 yards However, only one touchdown and along with one interception. So you could say it was very varied. Yeah, but if you do go and have a look at our rushing stats, mm-hmm. we run the, we ran the ball, which is basically what we are doing this season. Like, we are barely, like, if you look at it, what is it? Uh, 11, 11. 11 attempts, 47 yards and two touchdowns just for Cam Newton. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, I still think he's going to get injured one of these days, though. If he keeps running it, you know it's going to happen. Mm, it's such a versatile offense that we've got now with him in it, and I say it every single one. But this is probably one of the best offenses that we've had. Really? Honestly, like... You're seriously Brady, saying that? Tom Brady, right, is, I will say, the greatest quarterback of all time. There's no dispute here. He is the greatest. And I've been very, very fortunate to... Looking at your wide receiver list, the only one that I have any know about is Julian Edelman. Yeah, well, Demir Bird we got from the Cardinals. He was a free agent. Uh, We have Nikhil Harry, who's a a, a rookie last year into his Mm. second season, taking the first round. But then you've got Rex Burkhead, who is a running back. 
Ryan Izzo is a tight end. Jacoby Myers we've had for a couple of years. Um, yeah, Jakob Jonsson is a fullback, which is from Germany through the international uh, stars program that the NFL have. And Sony Michel is a running back. So mm. a wide receiver court isn't great, but it's... No, talking, talking of wide receiver cores... Our wide receiver core, you've got to say, is the best in the NFL. The Buccaneers have so much potential and power. Yeah, it's either you or the Saints. It's either you or the Saints. Michael Thomas is overrated. I must say it out there, I don't care who I annoy. I think, in my opinion, Michael Thomas is overrated. Yeah, he's a good player, but they're all on really short routes. Whereas if you look at Mike Evans or Chris Godwin or Scotty Miller, who went absolutely ballistic this game, Scotty Miller was amazing. He played out of his skin. Uh, Mm. I do think, though, if you look at the stats, which we'll, we'll cover in another game, Emmanuel Sanders... Taysom Hill getting reps at wide receiver. Um, Mike and Thomas, all their stats are up there. True. They are really, really good stats. The thing was, though, per the NFL, the actual NFL broadcast, they did say that the Buccaneers had the best wide receiver core in the NFL. So we're going to go with that, aren't we? Yeah, well, well, in that game, uh, before the game, one of the uh, running backs for the Patriots... um, his father and his mom, uh, well, his dad died in Florida, uh, James White. This is his dad and mom uh, got injured in a car crash in Florida and he was out for the game. He's out this week, not going to be playing. Uh, his dad died and I don't know about his mom, but I think she's still in critical condition. Mm, and... well, well, we'll pray for him, so. Yeah, yeah, and when what something that was really touching was the Patriots on like the third play of the game intercepted Russell Wilson, uh, McCorsey. Uh, he intercepted it and ran to the celebrate zone, and he said like two eight, which is soon um, James White's number, saying that we love you, bro, and it was just a really touching moment. Yeah, there's a lot of respect that goes on in football. As, as well as there not being a lot at times, there's also a lot of yeah. respect and love for each other that goes in it. Yeah, what was it? For, a few for years teammates ago. and that. Yeah. Who was it? One of the players, wasn't it? Quan Alexander, yeah. Yeah. He went off in that game. I think he intercepted Drew Brees, who has the greatest accuracy of all time. He intercepted him twice and forced a fumble. So, yeah, yeah. we... Each team has its own moments, and each fan base obviously prays for their own team. So, yeah, who was yeah. it? It was it a few years ago. Whose well, son died? One of your players? No, it wasn't um, us. No, I swear it was. Like, no, wasn't yeah. us. I think it was. I think it was the Vikings, man. I don't think it was us. If it was, I remember James Winston running these are. Now that's Corn Alexander. That's the one I was just talking about. His brother, the um, one that the son died was from the Vikings. Uh, I'll have a look. I, f- I feel like it is. It's not. I would have known if it was. So it's Corn Alexander. Yeah. Uh, um. 
Yeah, it must have been Conor Alexander then. Yeah. It was his brother. Yeah. But anyway, talking of the Bucks, moving on. Bucks mm-hmm. versus their division rivals, the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton, who used to be a Carolina Panther, who is now a Patriot, as we were just talking about. Well, yeah, the pa- the uh, Panthers are still a good team, but yeah. we're just still better. They're, well, wow. Um, we're a bit of an entry there. Uh, the Panthers are a good team, but without Cam Newton, they are really really just not good well even even nah teddy bridgewater is a good qb i think he is he's got a lot of room to improve and remember what he did when um breeze was out with the saints last year yeah so you can't slate him too much he's gone to a new team yeah and and christian mccaffrey was injured halfway through yeah star player Mm. Well, probably one of the best players best running back in, in the NFL. league yeah yeah yeah. Was but, yeah so 17 to 31 the final score the carolina dropped to no wins and two losses and the bucks are one and one uh teddy bridgewater completed 33 out of 42 and got 367 yards no touchdowns but two interceptions mm. Mm. That's that's really as much as you know the completion is there and the yards are there. Nearly three hundred and seventy yards of just throwing the ball. Two interceptions and zero touchdowns is really not what you want from a quarterback. Mm. And you know you're coming up against Tampa Bay, one of the best teams in the NFL. I'll say it. Yeah, one of the best teams in the NFL. You got Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, who seem to be. We look at the stats. Pretty, uh, pretty non-existent. Yeah, well, we're trying to work it in. Remember, we also have Cameron Bray and OJ Howard, who were already really elite tight ends. Yeah, I. Mm. I, I personally, I personally, I may be a bit biased here, but I would personally rate. Prime Rob Gronkowski above all of them. Mm, well, they they have different um aspects, different uh, uh, what's the word categories that they fit into. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski is good just for marching down the field and picking up yards when you need it, because yeah. the man won't go down. He's so big and so strong yeah. that he can he can create space and create yards when you need it. Cameron Bray is a red zone threat, which means he is most effective when the uh, Buccaneers are about to score, because he he's got hands like a receiver. Oh yeah, definitely. And, o- and, and OJ OJ Howard is fast, so he's more for like streaks and that, where they just run yeah. up the field if you need like an extra uh, man up there for an extra target, or he can stay back and block and protect Brady in the pocket. So absolutely, yes. Mm. They are got a very, very, very deep roster. Yeah, we do. It's such like is you know your running back depth is massive. Your quarterback is obviously Tom Brady. Nothing more I can say about that. Mm. Your wide receivers, as you said, is one of the best in the league. If yeah, the best. Your defense is immaculate. Stacked. Yeah, it is. Just... You know, and Again, the secondary too. still needs work, but not with players. Mm. For the secondary, yeah. all we need is um, just time. Bruce Arians mm. 
just needs to coach them, which he's yeah. doing. Because if you look against the Saints game, there were so many holdings that just ruined the game for us against yeah. the defense. And but against the page, uh, the Panthers, not the Patriots. Sorry, they just they just went off. They got two interceptions, stopped the Panthers so many times, and even kept an eye on McCaffrey. Yeah, like that is that is a hard job to mm. keep an eye on. You got well, yeah, two interceptions. Yeah, Whitehead and Davis. Devin yeah. White played out of his skin. I mean, Everyone the whole the whole game well. just clicked together on offense. The only the only negative part of the game, I think, is that the Bucks. I think they did this last year as well, but they're a first quarter and a fourth quarter team. Hmm. They start off really strong, and then they seem to just like lower lower the intensity a bit in the second and fourth, uh, second and third quarters, and yeah, that just gives really that laugh. just gives the team the team a time to catch up so it, it doesn't really obviously it helps boost uh the op- opponent's morale and lowers ours yeah and so it, we we can end up just losing games because of it like it really isn't the something Saints. you can it really isn't something you can do in the nfl if you look to last year the ravens versus not the ravens texans versus chiefs game the uh, uh texans just leveled off you know, they'd had a great, great game, scored so many points, and laid off the gas a bit. And mm. the Chiefs came back and won the game. Yeah. So, moving on, what game should we do next? Let's do... Oh, I know. Because um, I had a message from my friend who said that they wanted a Raiders shout-out. And thank goodness the game turned out to be a good one. What a game it was. What a game. The Saints, who were the favourites to win, lost. The Saints lost. 24-34. to The Raiders win. The Raiders are 2-0 now. Obviously, I was really happy about the result because uh, now New Orleans are 1-1 and and we're Mm 1-1, so we're on level pegging. Yeah. And now the Panthers are 0-2. And so are the Falcons, I think. But we'll go on to yeah. the Falcons after this game because that was a blinder of a game. That was a humongous game. Well, one of probably one of the all-time great games. Mm. The now, season, did you watch this game, Sam? Because I couldn't I get did. Right of it. I did watch it. I I'll let and... you. Uh, I'll let you explain it then. Yeah, my God, were the Raiders good? Like. I just, I there's nothing more to say. The Raiders played out of their skin. Like um, Alvin Kamara, who was the running back for New Orleans, was the held Saints. under a hundred. Oh, yeah, the yeah. under a hundred yards. For one yeah, of the not best just under ninety-five yards. He was. Yeah, just. But Derek Carr, who was the quarterback, had a near perfect game: three touchdowns, <laughs> zero interceptions. The rushing game. Josh Jacobs was a beast. Jalen Richard was a beast. Um, and the very... I've forgotten who got the very first uh, touchdown. Alec Ingold got the very first touchdown. And Henry Ruggs got injured, I think, in that game. And he's out for the Patriots game uh, tomorrow. Uh, Darren Waller, who was a tight end, was incredible. Their defence played amazing. Um, got... An interception on Drew Brees, which is rare. 
an interception off of Drew Brees is very, very rare. Mm. Um, he had Drew Brees had a decent game, a touchdown and an interception. But like Raiders had amazing plays. They, they kept they kept a lock on the New Orleans offense, which is trust me, it's a hard thing to do. It is a very hard thing to do. Mm. I agree with you there. Obviously, being in the same division as the Saints, it gets a bit annoying at times. But yeah. I, I was so happy with that score. It seemed that everything went my way this week. Yeah. The, the Saints lost, we beat the Panthers, and the Falcons lost. The Falcons, who were ahead the entire game against <clears> the Cowboys, <throat> lost 39-40. to 40. That's yeah. absolutely devastating. Mm-hmm. And just like one of the commentators on the game said, it came back to bite them because they went for two when they could have kicked mm-hmm. a, um, the extra point, which is just one, and tied it at 40 and 40. Yeah. But they got greedy. And a little insider knowledge about the Falcons. Their kicker, Young Hui Ku, has the best onside kick record of any kicker in the league. I'm not sure about all time, but especially in the last few years, the Falcons have been able to recover so much. And that's why he's my favorite kicker in the league, personally. (laughs) But if you just look at the Cowboys stats, two wide receivers, C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, both 100 yards and over. Totally, they had 450 yards. I mean, that's insane. They're just... Dak Prescott, I think, after that game, has to be regarded as a great, great, great quarterback. Like he already no. was. Well, I don't, I don't think we regard regard him as a uh, great, great, great quarterback. But you know what, I can yeah. regard him as. Mm-hmm. He's proved why he got that salary, hasn't he? Oh yeah, definitely. What is it? It's like <sighs> quarter of a billion. I think mm. something like that, which is stupid money. Mm, quarter, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, uh, I, because at the time everyone was like, "Nah, Dak Prescott isn't worth that." But if anything, mm. he probably show he showed that he could be that yeah. for, against the Falcons. I mean, I watched that game because I, I never thought I'd hear myself say this, but I was rooting for the Cowboys. Like, I don't want the Falcons <laughs> to win. Nah. And oh. it, the chances of them getting an onside kick, I think, is like 1 in 20 or whatever. Yeah. And they just went and did it. The Cowboys get the onside kick and march down the field in literally like two plays, I think it is. Yeah, two or three Greg, plays. Greg Zerloin. Was mm. uh, like if if anyone's worth big money, Greg Zerline is the kicker for the Dallas Cowboys, and I don't know what happened with the Atlanta Falcons on that onside kick from Zerline. They just like, kind of stared at it, didn't they? Yeah, the tight end Hayden Hurst just let it go past him, mm. <laughs> and they recovered it, went and scored the the winning field goal, and it I... gave me memories. It gave hey. me memories of a certain hey. game. Hey. 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 The Falcons are good at choking, aren't they? <laughs> yes. I was waiting for that to come in. Oh, yes. 
But I don't know. Some of you may know. Some of you may not know. But it's not the greatest comeback of all time, so don't it say is, it is. It's it is, not. It is the greatest it's comeback. Not. It's the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. Oh, but yeah, but the, <laughs> that I don't think Super Bowl history really really counts. Well, but there like, was fifty-one games there that you know <laughs> didn't happen. I yeah, a lot of people are still in controversy that something happened between the Patriots and the Falcons, like money in monetary terms, because Brady was utterly broken. You you can't lie, he was a broken man. Yeah. And obviously, he's my quarterback now, but there is no way I don't think that you could lead a team back from. 28 to 3. Yeah. The Patriots like... scored three points in the first half. Yeah, they come back and win it, but yeah, I, I'm still very wary <laughs> of that game. There was a lot of controversy building up to it, you know, in the playoffs games, deflate gate, you know, deflate mm-hmm. the balls. The, pa- uh... the Patriots have a history of cheating. So we do not. Recording, recording of all the teams you could record practices of. Why did you choose the Bengals and the Browns? I don't know. You even admit to it, man. I'm not admitting. It was a TV show that we were filming. Yeah, sure. It just happened to have teams practicing in the background. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry, I I I'm pretty sure you got fined for that and fined for the Super Bowl thing, at us about deflating the balls and that. There's no proof we've deflated balls. There is zero proof we've deflated balls. <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> there isn't. There isn't. Next <laughs> episode, find me proof. Start the episode, finding me proof that we have deflated footballs. Find me proof that you didn't then, Sam. Okay. Tom Brady said it. Bill Belichick said it. <laughs> That's not Bill proof. Said it. <laughs> That's not proof, man. Come <laughs> on. Because they're mouths. Proof. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, well, I think we have... Yeah, I think we've come to the end of this episode now. I hope you enjoyed and please just spread um, awareness of our podcast. We'd really, really love to have more viewers and more people enjoying this and just spread NFL and the American football community around England and other places. And as we gain more followers and that, we might be able to even introduce other sports that you, the uh, listeners, might want to hear. Yeah, obviously, it's a on Instagram if you want anything put into the podcast. Mm. Said it. We said it before that we uh we uh wanted you know people to send in stuff, maybe achievements they've had, mm. uh, things they like, you know, unexpected sports. You know, someone might be really into lacrosse and want to get it out. We'll happily give a platform for someone to oh, yeah, spread cool. the word about lacrosse. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say one more thing. Oh yeah. Um bearing in mind we have just started this podcast and it is our idea so we're still coming to the basics of editing and whether we're too loud on our mics or whatever so um soon we might be ordering some new kit for ourselves so uh hopefully the podcast become a bit better in quality 
So, yeah, obviously, if you know us, just uh, give us a bit of feedback. Not all criticism, because that just no. doesn't help anyone. But, <laughs> yeah, please tell us if there was any bits that you didn't like or which yeah. bits you did like, for that matter. If mm. you have any info on if you were comfortable with listening to it or if mainly me was too loud, because let's, <laughs> let's be honest, I'm quite loud. You are a very loud person, Zachary. Yeah. Very, very loud person. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we're going to round this podcast off to a close. And thanks for listening. Raise the flags, fire the cannons. Let's go, Bucks. It's goodbye from me. Let's go, Pats. Goodbye from me. Bye-bye for now. Goodbye.